All right, guys. We have another fantastic interview for you here on Car Thoughts with David. And um, today on the show, I've got Pervy Sonia Dave. I think I got it right. (laughs) Hi, David. Yes, you definitely got it right. Thank you for that. And it's great to be on. All right. Well, it is perfectly uh, awesome to have you on the show today. And uh, if you'd just like to introduce yourself, uh, and uh, and then we'll get started with the interview. Yeah, definitely. Um, So I'm Pervy Sonia Dave. I am the founder of an app called FamTime. And that's F-A-M-T-Y-M-E. And um, I'm from Chicago, Illinois, and currently a full-time entrepreneur pursuing this passion project of mine. Um, Life has kind of took a turn that took me on the entrepreneurship path, and I'm loving it. And it is full of so much growth and ups and downs and twists and turns, but a fun experience, (laughs) to say the least. Absolutely. I, I think that anyone who ever uh, aspires to be an entrepreneur never really quite understands how much of an adventure it is until they actually yes. step into that role. <laughs> it definitely will make you grow in ways that you never thought you would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. As a matter of fact, uh, one thing that I read today on uh, on LinkedIn, actually, um, was that um, the journey – of life is not that you didn't have the ability to or the knowledge to conquer the things that come against you, but the things that came against you were things that you never expected to actually come against you, and that's why you could conquer them. So I thought that yeah. was a thought. Um, yeah, because whenever you're planning things out, like for instance, making an application, I'm sure there were plenty of times where you were like, oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> or or that's that's a new way to look at it. Or several, I'm sure you had plenty of those types of days where you're like, wow, that, I didn't think that'd come up or happen. Oh, plenty of uh, situations that I've underestimated. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's a lot of unexpected uh, things that you won't experience, that you won't think about and then you're like oh yeah okay I wish I had known that before <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great opportunity to learn and I think that's one thing that every entrepreneur uh, really has a passion for at the end of the day is learning because it's it's something that takes you out of you're kind of in charge of making everything happen so you have to be willing to adapt and learn as the day goes by oh yeah I, I definitely agree that you are wearing a lot of hats and uh, you have to have a like a growth mindset to be able to pivot and just adapt to different situations and realize like not everything is going to go your way and um, actually most things are not going to go your way <laughs> and be able to just kind of maneuver around it and just keep going and realize like you know if you have a dream you have what you want to put something out there in this world then just fight through it and know that you will persevere. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now this this app that you created, Fan Time, which I've I've been reading about it, like I said, studying about it a little bit, and um, it's uh, I think it's a fantastic tool, and I I think it's just brilliant because having an app where you can actually put down and help your children hash out their emotions and also where the parents can understand it can really help bridge that conversational gap versus the, uh, hey, how was school today type of question that a lot of parents generally ask you know, when, they, when their children get back from school. 
Yeah, usually um, you'll probably just get like, fine, okay, you know. <laughs> kids are just in their own little world, and parents are like, why can't I get my kids to talk to me? So, yeah, in a sense, uh, my goal was to help uh, parents uh, kind of start this off at a younger age for kids, so um, early development. So probably when they can start reading and writing, um, five, six, and above, to help them kind of document uh, how they're feeling at school and at home, and uh, um, and just another outlet for them to kind of let loose and just express whatever that they're going through, whether it's good, whether it's bad, um, and help um, so parents can help them kind of problem solve any issues and how to go about like addressing problems that they're going through. Yeah, and I mean. I think that's really, you know, really important because a lot of kids, they might be able to, might not be able to articulate in a spoken way to tell their parents what's going on or how they're feeling uh, just because they lack that experience. But at the same point, a lot of parents, especially like first-time parents, might not have the vocabulary to articulate the -hmm. questions that they need to ask to, to target what their kid might be going through as well. Yeah, there's this um, quote that I really like where it says, first, seek to understand before being understood. So a lot of times it's just the other person just wants you to understand them, and we have to kind of step into their shoes, especially as a child, um, to understand what is it that they're going through. And it could be that the child is happy a reading impediment, you know, and they're not able to express, like, oh, I'm having difficulties with that. They just don't know how to go about communicating those types of things, you know. So a lot of times it's just um, you have to kind of narrow it down and see, like, troubleshoot and see what exactly is the root cause of the child to act out if they are having some behavioral issues and um, it. Yeah, I mean, for many kids, at times, they just don't know how to communicate some of that. So I'm hoping that fam time can provide that outlet and uh, create a help create a new way of, like, kind of writing down their thoughts and uh, become a habit so that way they can start um, communicating, bring more self-awareness within themselves from a younger age so that way they are able to just – have better communication skills as they grow up. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's really important because there's so many, I mean, there's so many people that, I mean, you know, my age and, and even older that just really don't have the ability to, you know, communicate really well, you know, what they're going through or, or they feel embarrassed or um, because they don't understand how to communicate it uh, or, or, you know, because mm-hmm. of different things like, for instance, being bullied as a kid, things like that, you know, that just never quite leave you because you never really got to talk those out or deal mm-hmm. with those problems when you were a child and they just continue to go on, you know, yes. after, you know, into adulthood. Oh, trust me, yes, I definitely can understand that. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of people just hold on to some of that, I mean, myself included, baggage that we never, were never taught in terms of how to release that and talk about it and realize that it has nothing to do with us. And it was just a situation that had happened, and we were just never taught on how to go about um, properly handling those types of situations. 
So I'm hoping that this platform helps create, uh, um, helps parents create that open environment where the child feels comfortable to freely share what they're thinking and what they're feeling and also give guidance to parents on how to um, properly address um, sensitive topics and uh, so that way it doesn't seem like the child, the parent is like helicopter parenting them or um, overbearing or anything, you know. So we want we want to help the parents um, like create that type of environment where it's a free-flowing conversation, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so with within this app, um, you know, how is it structured, or, or how do the kids like really get into it to uh, to set this up? Is it like an online journaling system, or, or how does that work? Yeah. So, as a parent, the um, the parents would download the app for the family, and uh, once they add all their family members, so if they have two kids, three, three kids, however many kids, they can add all their family members. And each child will have their own picture if the parents want to add a picture or not and their own um, login information directly within FamTime. And when they click on their name, let's say Susie, and Susie logs in um, and it'll ask her her mood entry of how she felt at school. And uh, there'll be like four or five emotions that we're currently tracking. And let's say if she said she was sad because she doesn't have any friends or nobody's talking to her. So it, it'll ask her sad and then the reason why she's sad. So there'll be a drop down of uh, something for her to select what's making her sad. So the goal is to help them identify exactly the reason behind that emotion. So we can get to, um, get to that main cause of what's making that child Whatever, if it's good positive emotions, we want to embrace those positive emotions. If it's negative, then we want to figure out what it is and how to go about correcting it and helping the child. And then, um, so then they go to the next entry of how they felt at home and the same thing, they answer and then they can also, there's a free text for the child to either write or speak um, how the reason behind why they're feeling alone or whatever they're whatever they're experiencing. So let's say at home, if the parents are fighting or they're going through a divorce and the child does not know how to express themselves, you know, I want this to be a platform to be able to allow them to um, just speak freely. And then at the end of every entry, the child will receive will receive a reward for each entry that they create. And uh, those rewards can be redeemed um, by the ch- by the child, um, can be customized by the parents based on what the child likes and the age of the child. So it's like a little bit of an incentive for the child to uh, want to go and, and use fam time and create this. Oh, and that's I mean that's really cool because I think I think it's important, you know, because it's like. Like I think we mentioned a little bit earlier about as as far as being able to target because a lot of parents, you know, especially like you had mentioned divorce, they don't realize necessarily the impact it has on the children. You know, they just think, oh, you know, mommy and dad are fighting, whatever. Kids are off playing in their room. They don't realize that the kids actually soak up a lot of that information and understand, especially uh, with the rate of divorce in the world today. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. kids understand it a lot better than parents think they do. I mean, I, when I was in elementary school, 
I was the odd person out because I was one of the few kids that actually parents weren't divorced. Mm. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so that, that kind of made me an outsider because they're like, oh, you, your parents actually live in the same house? And I'm like, yeah, they're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the norm anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but that so, definitely yeah, does uh, impact the child because not not only is, uh, you know, let's say if the parent is with somebody else and that person has more, other kids, now that child has to learn to understand that new, you know, environment. And all of that stuff can take a toll if that child is not having that space to be able to express and feels like, you know, they're not feeling safe or they're scared and um, they're internalizing a lot of those emotions and they can't release it. it. It has a huge impact as they grow up. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's so important because, you know, uh, if they can learn to communicate and articulate all of that, they'll be able to be more well-adjusted and, and um, able to handle things better. And, then of course, that's a trickle effect. So their children will have those, you know, they'll be able to teach and understand how to, you know, pass that on uh, to, mm-hmm. to the future generations. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is a good way, even if parents are divorced, they can still keep in touch with their kids through the app and see how their child is doing. And, you know, each parent has their own ability to uh, understand the child and see how they can help, you know, manage, uh, um, make it as easy as possible for the kids, uh, even in difficult situations. Right on. Yeah. And uh, so so when you were coming up with this app or thinking of this app or, you know, uh, you know, and I hope this isn't like, you know, you can tell me if not, but, uh, you know, how did you or what what inspired you to come up with this app? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I'm speaking from my own personal experience now as an adult. Um, <clears throat> The difficulties that I had when in my own childhood that I wasn't able to express a lot of the challenges that I was going through. And I held on to so many things that have impacted me in my adulthood. And uh, one specific instance that I know that has played such a huge part in my life that I didn't realize that um, if I had found a way to deal with this at the time when I went through this, I probably would be a different person. And um, that's the whole why behind this is because when I was 16, I was sexually assaulted by three men, and uh, I have never spoken about it for, like, almost 22 years. And I remember in 2016, I was just, like, so unhappy, and I was looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, why am I like this, and why am I so miserable and unhappy from the outside, everything is great. I have a good job. I have good family, good friends. But something inside of me was just so miserable. And um, I started, like, going on this journey of, like, trying to find out these answers. And uh, I came across this app called Calm. It's a meditation app. And they have these guided meditations that I was, like, obsessed with. It took me about three months to get used to that app because I've never meditated in my whole entire life. And uh, I was just on a mission to figure out answers because, David, for the longest time, my mindset was just so negative as a result of that experience that I had gone through. And I was my own worst enemy 
And I would constantly beat myself up. I was like so full of self-doubt. My value towards myself was just completely depleted. And so much of me relied upon like external validations. And I just, it was a norm because this is how I was for 20 years now. And um, I, I didn't like know that there was a different way to be until I actually found a way to like pinpoint that that was that one event. Because at the time when it happened, I didn't have a close relationship with my parents. They were over, they were really strict. And I just wasn't even able to tell any of my friends. I didn't know how to go about communicating that. So I clearly remember telling myself that I'm going to take this to my grave and I just never want to think about it. And I just want to, I just want it to be like, act like never happened. And I think life was telling me, like, if you want to be happy, you're going to have to find a way to deal with this and release it and let it go and forgive yourself for it and um, forgive the people that hurt you that way. And then you'll find some peace. And when I was able to finally do that, I really saw the light and started working on really rebuilding myself. So from there, it was that thing, man, I'm like, I wish I had that emotional connection or, you know, to be able to express what I went at that time to get the help that I needed. I probably would have been a different person. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. I, I did not know that was going to be the answer when I asked. <laughs> um, uh, oh, no, no. Hey, it is, it is fine. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's profound. That is, that is, um, you know, a great reason uh, to, to, you know, and, and the Calm app, you know, is so great. I've tried the guided meditations and like, like you said, it is kind of hard to get used to meditating if you've never done it. Um, but yeah, just going on that journey of self-discovery and, and realizing that you, you had to let that go. And that's one thing that a lot of people never learn and, and they do carry that to their graves. And, um, you know, I mean, I, I know, uh, uh, you know, my grandmother was, uh, sexually assaulted several times, uh, both in World War II and in, uh, you know, when she came to America. And, um, yeah, I mean, when she finally was able to, to release that and, and actually tell us, tell the family about it, uh, cause mm-hmm. we found out when, when, uh, her, uh, son, I found out that I had an uncle, <laughs> uh, that I did not know about, um, mm. you know, and, uh, you know, it was just, it was so much of a, uh, of a freeing moment for her, uh, to be able to just share that with us and be like, listen, you know, this has been, you know, I think 40 years and, you know, I'm finally able to tell you guys because I've finally been able to find, uh, find him and connect with him. And, you know, it was, uh, it was a healing moment for her and for us because, you know, we had no idea, you know, what was going on or, you know, what she had been mm-hmm. through. Um, so yeah, I mean, and like you said, being able to have that app and, and realize that, you know, you could, you know, creating that for that reason. I mean, that's, that's powerful. That's, um, you know, really, really amazing. And it, it shows how strong you are that you were able to overcome that and then realize that there's a problem and you need to fix it by creating this app. Yeah, um, I didn't realize, like, my own um, personal journey was going to lead me to entrepreneurship, but it was just almost like a calling. Something was, like, waking me up inside of me and being like, okay, this is something that you really need to work towards and it's going to be hard as heck. 
and you're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna get stronger as a result of this. But you're um, I, I know I'm referring to myself as a third person, <laughs> but <laughs> but this is the conversation that I was having at the time. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I just knew that like um, I. I didn't realize, like, yeah, I didn't realize when I was go- going at this, uh, going through this journey of like, what, what is wrong with me? Why am I like this? Because um, it's not like I can tell other people, like, oh, my mind is like this. I hated watching any sort of TV. I mean, or actually silence. I, I needed TV or some sort of noise because I didn't want to hear the thoughts inside of my head because there was just constantly just. Um, like just negative <laughs> and uh i'm like yeah it's it's it was an interesting journey and it still is it's con- it's continuously ongoing and uh, i'm constantly fighting self-doubt and self you know defeating but it's a heck a lot heck of a lot better because i have so much more awareness and i've been working at it like for the last three years um constantly just making good changes in my life, my environment, and the things that I want to do and people I want to surround myself with. Wow. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's so powerful as well because, you know, like I look at it as, as you know, healing doesn't happen overnight, you know, like if you get a cut or whatever. It, it's going to take time. You've carried this burden for, for 20 years, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I, I've dealt with a lot of things in my past as well, uh, depression, anxiety, um, and, uh, you know, I, I still deal with those as well. So so though not the same situation, you know, I definitely understand the, the process to overcome those things and, and that self-doubt of feeling like, you know, um, am I ever going to get past this? Is it ever going to go away? Um, you know, am I ever going to be completely clear of it? Um, but But then, you know, to take that, you know, and do what you did by creating this fan time app to help families understand so that children can articulate and, 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 you know, build these bonds with their parents where they can actually have this open lines of communication where they actually realize that it's okay to tell my parents, it's okay to tell my friends, it's okay to go to people and ask for help because I need help, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I that's mean, I look amazing. at the numbers of kids that deal with anxiety and depression and suicide and it's primarily because they just don't know how to communicate and how to go about um, properly handling those types of situations. And if we can help them at a younger age and equip them with that, you know, with that knowledge and understanding, and I think kids will, I can just imagine what a difference our world will be when, you know, kids are grown up in an environment where they are able to just um, build that confidence, self-esteem within themselves and properly communicate what they're going through and feel good about themselves and not have to take other people down in order for them to feel better about themselves. I mean, I think a good home environment where they are, um, where they feel valued, where they feel um, just like um, – uplifted and um it, it sets a whole different tone in how they carry that in the in, a, in the outer world and school and activities and things that they want to work towards achieving so true yeah i mean and and also at the same time is 
is coming to the realization that these are all emotions and feelings that, that all of us deal with, you know, though our experiences in life may be different and how we came to those emotions may be different, but all mm-hmm. of us being human, you know, we all feel sad, we all feel depressed, we all feel happy, we all feel excited. You know, we have all of these same base emotions, and being able to be honest about it is so key because when they're when you can be honest and transparent with people, they can accept you and be like, oh, you know what, you're you and me have a lot in common. You know, you find that common ground with people, so not just with between children and parents, but between friends, family, and 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 so on and so forth as well. Definitely, I think that open line of communication, that transparency of just, you know, just being authentic, it it holds so much more value. And you create that bond and that relationship and that trust where the child is going to feel like, you know, no matter what happens, I can always rely on my parents and they'll always be there to help me because I think the one bond that is so, like, the greatest is between a parent and a child. And if the parents are able to give that to the child, that child will always come to their the child to the parents no matter what they're going through. Even especially when they get older and they find uh you know, it's in teenage years that they have their own friends and but if they've had that from a younger age, like, oh no you know, no matter what I can depend on my parents or if I get into trouble or anything um, I can call them and, you know, yeah, they may yell at me or something, but at least um, I know that they're always going to be there to support me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's so key because, I mean, a lot of kids, you know, when they hit those teenage years, they, they kind of like, uh, they don't want to, you know, their parents are not cool, you know, <laughs> they they want to go out and hang out with their friends and all of that. But to, to know that, that should something happen, they've got that person that they can talk to and, and and uh, call when they need something that, that, you know, is going to be there for them, you know, which is their parents. Uh, mm-hmm. I know a lot, a lot of my friends, when I was growing up, uh, you know, I was, I was one of the better off financially ones, so if I needed help, <laughs> it was my parents or I was on my own. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that was definitely, uh, you know, I couldn't call any of them, like, hey, can you come get, pick me up? My car broke down. Oh, yeah, you have money for gas. I can't drive out there. Like, oh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the whole, you know, reason of why I created Phantom. I'm sorry to kind of just throw that all at you at once, but um, I've learned that I I have to embrace my truth because I've hid it for such a long time, and uh, I actually had people tell me that I shouldn't talk about it because it can look bad on me or something. I'm just like, why I didn't do anything wrong, you know? I mean, I was the one that was, you know, the one, something bad was done done to me, and why should I suppress that anymore? I have done that for such a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, and that was totally fine. I just didn't want to put you on the spot like that. I felt bad. I was like, oh, gosh, I, I, I hope I didn't. <laughs> you know, so, oh, no, not at I, all. I didn't know, but. I've gotten pretty comfortable in terms of now talking about it. I've, I've had my moments. Sometimes I break down. It's just, it's hard to tell because they're emotions, right? And this is such yeah. a big part of my life. And I'm still trying to figure out how to properly articulate the message and get the, you know, get the, the vision behind of why I'm creating this. And it's a learning experience for me as well. <laughs> Oh, absolutely, yeah. And to quote the name of one of the podcasts uh, that you were on recently, uh, I say screw the naysayers because 
it's your story. It's your life. Nobody has the right to tell you what your life is or what your story is or whatever life you share. If, if that's your journey that got you to the point to create this amazing app that I think is going to help a lot of people all over the world, then I say share it. You know, that, that's it's going to help you heal because you're getting it off your chest. You're getting it out there into the universe. And mm-hmm. at the same time, it's going to help people realize this is why I did it. I did it because I don't want uh, children to be in this situation and not be able to to talk about it with their parents or, or any situation, really. I mean, any situation. There's, there's there's tons of things that uh, that kids go through that parents really have no idea just simply because they don't know what questions to ask. Oh, my God, there it is, exactly. They don't know what questions to ask. And as well, you know, to help create that, um, I mean, I love my parents. They're amazing. They have good heart, but they just didn't have it in them to give that emotion. They didn't know how to create that space where we can talk to them about problems that we're going through. They They knew what they knew, how they were raised by their parents, you know, and if they knew better and if they knew different, then they would have given that to me and my brothers as well. So um, I can't knock them for anything. I mean, they did the best. I, I feel like we turned out great <laughs> in our own way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but if, I feel like if you know better, then we need to do better. And if we can give better to the next generations, then we should. Absolutely, yeah, and and, and knowledge is, is power. Knowing those things really helps. I, I feel like I was in the same same boat in that respect as my parents did the best that they could with what they knew uh, at the time. You know, my father didn't have a father uh, uh, who really hung around, um, so he didn't know how to be a father. You know, my mom mm-hmm. was physically and emotionally abused by her father uh, from early childhood on throughout her teenage years. Um, mm-hmm. And so she really didn't know how to be close with us. And, you know, both me and my sister, like like you just said, uh, I feel like we both turned out pretty well, and our parents have grown a lot. And, and I have really wonderful conversations with them now that we've both kind of accepted our strengths and our weaknesses and learned to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Same here. I've, uh, I definitely have a lot more stronger relationship with them now as I'm older. But growing up, we were, it was like the battle of the egos. You know, my parents were right. overly strict and then we were like rebellious teens and wanting to do our own thing and then we'd get in trouble. And then, yeah, it was, it was not a good mix. <laughs> <laughs> You got yeah. The the key thing is like understanding one another. If you can understand each other and realize, okay, as a parent, you are a leader. You have you are the one that's running this house. And uh, but how you communicate that, and if you don't act like you're like a dictator, this is my house, my rules type of stuff, you know. Because <laughs> otherwise, people are gonna want kids are wanna like okay, uh, you know, they're gonna wanna leave and run away and like because. Like, nobody wants to be a prisoner in their own home at times. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, and and the surest way to get somebody to do something is to tell them not to do it generally. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, by, by saying you absolutely cannot eat that cookie, I guarantee you that cookie is going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Reverse psychology. <laughs> exactly. Go exactly. for that cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's where that's where I'm at right now. 
Fantastic. Awesome. And and thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing uh, this, this, this wonderful application. What's the best way to find out more about it and, and to, to help, um, you know, families uh, spend more productive time together? Yeah. So I'm actually re, um, doing a, a new launch. So I did a soft launch, uh, like towards end of last year just to get a feedback and, uh, in terms of how, um, people thought of the concept of the app. And I got a lot of great feedback from uh, so many parents. So I'm relaunching a new version with some more new features. And, uh, we're going to have that available. Um, the target date is April 1st. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be making an announcement, um, primarily on LinkedIn, but as well as on Facebook. Um, those are my two main platforms, Facebook and LinkedIn. I do have, uh, pages for FamTime for Twitter and for Instagram, but not as heavily used right now. So I'm still trying to navigate through the social media, um, channels <laughs> and, uh, how to properly use that to those tools. But, um, yeah, they can reach me directly on LinkedIn. Um, my user ID handle is uh, pervydave007. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I had a question about that. I'm like, I, it's, not, it's nothing to do with James Bond, but, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm like the James Bond of emotional intelligence for homes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So, yeah, well, look out for the new version that's going to be coming out, and I really would like to get this out in as many homes as possible and work to see if we can help um, build that bond between parents and kids and improve that communication. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an honor having you. Well, thank you so much for having me, David, and I'm so glad I got a chance to connect with you on LinkedIn, and uh, I'm looking forward to more conversations. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We all know how hard it is to grow, right? Especially if we are in the first month or years of our journey, of our business startup, or we're coaching, or we're writing, and we want to spread the word about us. We all know that it is pretty difficult to get the word out there. But that's exactly where I come in. I want to host an ad about your business into my podcast, Impact by Choice. So look me up on LinkedIn, Andrada Anite, or reach out to David and he will help you get to me. I would love to work with you further on and I would love to help you boost the visibility of your brand.